What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Poor360. This is episode 71. I am your host, Andrew Porno. Thank you for joining me here on a nice Tuesday. Now, if any of you have been listening up to this point, I did say that I would be spending episodes 70 through 75 talking about good news, that since we're dealing with all this negativity in the world, and there's still plenty of negativity to pass around, um, just all you do is turn on the TV, turn on the radio, look on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that, and you'll see some negativity. But we gotta just got to do what we can. But I didn't realize when I was made that decision that we got some big events in the political sphere coming up. Obviously, as we keep crunching ever so closer to the election in November, I didn't realize that the next two weeks, so... Um, the week of the 17th and the week of the 24th happened to be the Democratic and Republican National Conventions, respectively. So this episode this week will be kind of short, kind of just a, a catch-up, but um, there will be episodes the next two weeks. So episode 72 will come on the 18th, and episode uh, 73 will come on the 25th. Uh, those... Um, and there'll probably be one after that as well. So probably, so I guess 75 is going to come pretty quick uh, instead of six weeks out because I will be doing some consecutive shows. And then I might take some time off. I don't quite sure yet. We might just try and get to 75. But um, I think with these conventions coming up, I definitely want to focus on those and have episodes dedicated to that as well as Biden's eventual VP pick, um, just kind of delving more into that person, uh, whether it's someone we know already, whether it's someone that has very little name recognition at this point in time. So, but definitely much discussed, and I'm sure whoever he picks is going to be kind of immediately targeted with probably negative ads, uh, negative reactions from the president. You know, it's just they're going to be straight into the frying pan once they get announced. And so far, we know it is going to be a woman, and I believe a person of color, or at least that's the inclination up to this point in time. So we'll kind of have to see how that shakes out, but I did want to say that the next few episodes will be coming pretty quick to discuss that. Sorry, my phone decided to start ringing with uh, definitely a number that I don't recognize, and if I don't have the number on my phone, I don't answer it, which I think is just a good policy. There's been a lot more spam calls, I feel like I've noticed recently, than in the past. So, here we are, um, episode 71. Um, things have been going on with me, um, personally, uh, over the weekend, uh, weather was good. Built a... Sorry, it just keeps calling me. Just gonna ignore it. Um, not sure what that's about. Sorry again. Um, but where we are, um, just the week. I uh, the weather was good, so um, my uh, my father-in-law, um, kind of uh, Liz's family, um, kind of helped me 
uh, build a fire pit in the backyard. So we, um, this is an area that used to have a bunch of hostas. It was kind of like a back garden bed that just had some hostas and some other um, plants back there. And we had ripped all those out earlier in the summer, and it just became a big dirt patch. And we uh, came up with to actually make it a fire pit. We uh, built some Adirondack chairs um, using some um, some plants I found on Home Depot. Home Depot has like plans to make a lot of stuff that you can print off, and it tells you the steps, the instruction materials you'll need. Um, so it definitely makes it easy. I was able to build um, four chairs over really um, about a day and a half, um, like one. So basically, it was almost two full days, but um, kind of broken up there, getting them built, sanded, stained, all of that. So, and then we're gonna put it. Um, so this area we had, we uh, put some of these like edging um, bullets kind of in like a semicircle that connected our back planting bed and our patio. And then we had these large landscape rocks that were just kind of in like the back corner of our property that um, were just in other random spaces around the uh, around like our front yard back here that we weren't using for anything. And we thought it would be good to use those for a fire pit instead of getting like those big landscape blocks and getting like a fire ring. So we got these big rocks and we placed them all so they all kind of fit in a in a ring. Dug out the center of the ring, um, put some gravel and some sand in there to give a good base, um, and it's getting to be um, getting to be ready for a nice um, fire pit. We already got some blocks in there, but we got some pretty rough weather, so it's probably a little mushy right now. But things are moving in the right direction, and it looks good with the Adirondack chairs. And um, we're gonna put landscape fabric down and some uh, river rock, like we did on the side yard there, to make it a really nice space to hang out. And once it gets a little bit cooler out, but they'll do some nice fires. And we have a ton of firewood from we took down a bunch of trees on the property as well. So definitely utilizing stuff, which is always good to clears out junk and it applies them in a good place. So that's definitely been nice to have. Um, what else I've been doing? Uh, if you would have listened episodes back, I uh, I did a show um, with Tyler of the Journey to Comics Network or the Journey to Comics podcast on the Journey to Comics Network, which I'm also a part of. So big roundabout way we we talked about um, like fish keeping and all of that because I got into that a couple years ago and really enjoyed it. And actually, from my my local fish store, they were getting rid of this 80 gallon tank. Um, it was set up for like salt water. They're getting it for like 25 bucks and it was had an overflow it had plumbing it was all kind of set to go and i said like oh, i'm only gonna get it if it'll fit in my car and it's a this big four foot by two foot by six an inch tall tank and i was like i don't know if it's gonna fit and if i have to go back home it's not gonna be there and I'm, it's not worth to like run home get my wife's car and pick it up and it actually fit like barely like door to door top to bottom it just squeezed in there took a took a bit of effort but it's in it's full it's planted it's got fish in it and it looks great um i still need to move more fish into it but i'm kind of been overhauling that all because uh i think i've talked about it before i've i went from having um when i when we got the house and my wife moved in she bought like a little beta tank that was this little two gallon thing had one beta in it the beta died so um we got a couple of their fish which was too many for a two gallon tank so i kind of secretly upgraded to a 10 gallon i got it set up got it going i put it in there and then that winter the 10 gallon tank um 
uh, sprung a leak, so dropped 10 gallons of water on our bedroom floor, which is not great. So I had to get like air movers and carpet blowers and all that to get it all dried out. And that was kind of the it for really having aquariums upstairs. So I was able to save, I think, all the fish. Uh, had a tank in the basement, and then the basement kind of became a place where I put tanks. So I got more tanks because just from finding deals on like Facebook Marketplace or OfferUp or Craigslist or whatever. So so I've ended up having a ton of tanks and just I've kind of been cycling through. So having like, so now I went, I think at the most tanks I had set up and running was if I can math this one, two, three, Eleven seems like the right number, but I think that still seems like a lot. But I, I'm now down to. Well, there's actually only four takes technically running. Um, one tank is dry that I'm going to be setting up, and then the one tank that's running is going to be torn down, and then I'm setting up a couple other tanks around it. But definitely shrinking the size of it, but making them a little bit bigger tanks easier to work with, and kind of have them all have a function. Like I have a goldfish tank, which has. It's cold water, has two goldfish in it. It's kind of just fun for them to kind of derp around. Um, the tank above them, which is the big tank that I got from the pet store, or the, the local fish store, um, is going to be my bristlenose plecos, a little algae eater fish. And then guppies to kind of, they'll kind of breed in there, and then I hope if I eventually um, get that to go kind of work and get these some of these babies to grow up, I can sell them, which will just make a little extra money, sell them to other fish stores to people on the internet and then i'll have um my other big tanks gonna be like have a an angel fish or two and then some dither type fish in there just something relaxing i uh enjoy the setting up and that aspect of it and it's kind of something to do i can go in there and relax and i've been doing like plumbing work uh in the basement so i can uh change water in there easily um actually just picked up a another uh, uh utility sink tonight because i didn't really need the sink itself. I just needed the faucet because I wanted uh because it is a basement. I all the plumbing access is above me in the in the ceiling, so I wanted something with um above access, and it's all set in with a uh, with copper piping already. So I'm hoping I can just um can set that up to have um just so I can jump over to the existing connection and kind of have running water down there, have the sink plumbed to the sump, and yeah, so that'll just make things a lot easier, so hopefully that works out, but kind of just doing what I can now, and um, just en enjoying a hobby. Um, my wife and I both love our pets of all kinds, so it's it's been nice to kind of work on that, get that set up, and once that's done, it'll be able to sit back and relax, and got to a point where I really can't add any more tanks, which will probably be smart. <laughs> Um, let's see what else has been going on. Uh, nothing else really too much. The I did go to my first um, function during this whole thing, which is I had my first um, wedding that I've attended during this, which was interesting. Um, obviously, the whole mask, um, mass social distancing. Um, pretty much staying with people in your household. So definitely made you nervous because you weren't sure how other people were going to handle it. But I think for what it was, the wedding and reception were what they could have been better than I expected them to be. And 
being uh, about 10 days out from it. Still no symptoms. Still making the extra precautions. I think I'm, uh, I'm, think I'm pretty safe, uh, all things considered. So knock on wood that at 14 days nothing happens. But I think I'm pretty safe there. But it was definitely an interesting experience. And it was... Um, Given everything that's going on, it was kind of nice to get to have some sense of normalcy, something you would do on any other given year. Um, that's really kind of all that catch up to me. Um, I think I was some friends, nothing else too exciting. But I did find some stuff I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, uh, like I said about the um, the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about the de- national conventions for the Democratic and Republican parties, where Trump will most likely be... Um, formally uh will formally accept like the bid and be the their candidate him and pence i don't think there's any shake up there biden obviously is the front runner only candidate he is going to be the presidential candidate and then he'll if he doesn't announce it at all this week he will have to announce next week who his vice presidential pick is and um so definitely it's going to be talking about that see how they're handling the um the covid restrictions i know Trump's thing is going is moved locations. There's no press allowed. It's going to be a much scaled down event compared to what Trump wanted to have. Um, I think it's still somewhere in the south east. Um, the Democratic one is still in Milwaukee. I think parts of it are going to be online. I don't know the full scale of it, but that'll be uh, it'll definitely be things to discuss. I forget what else I was going to bring up about um, Trump other than this past weekend he did uh, announce some executive orders. Um, about COVID-related things involving a um, the payroll tax um, elimination, uh, extending student uh, loan relief, um, offering like a four hundred dollar um, unemployment that a quarter would be responsible by the states, um, and this is four hundred down from the six hundred, and then I forget what the fourth one was about, but it's another thing that he is rolled out and. There's things that we don't know necessarily if these things are enforceable. It's kind of one of those gray area things to see. And I think there's still discussions in the House and Senate between the Republicans and the Democrats involving um, involving this whole relief bill, what they're going to do, what these things change, if they're still going to be uh, further stimulus checks. I'm not sure how this is all going to shake out. Um, but this thing is definitely to discuss. Um, Another thing I want to talk about is that I hope everyone out there listening is, is safe and sound. Um, if you're in the Midwest and really much um, a good chunk of the U.S. now is going to get some aspects of this. There was a pretty intense storm that kind of rolled through, um, rolled through my neck of the woods between like 3.30 and 5, um, right when I was like kind of driving home. But it really didn't do much by us, at least in my like immediate area i when uh we my wife and i were walking our dog um earlier this evening uh on monday um we did see some houses that had uh limbs down trees down stuff like that but the worst we had i think was a branch down in our side yard but it was small and didn't really do much i was able to drag it to the front where i'm assuming there's going to be a probably a special yard waste pickup for the amount of uh tree debris that has uh come down today but I know there's areas um, more west of us in Illinois that are still without power. There's some places in Indiana, 
central Illinois that are kind of having uh, power issues either short term or still going. So definitely hope everyone out there is doing well. Um, hope there's been no serious uh, damage or loss um, for anyone out there. Um, something else I saw today that I did share uh, to some of the guys on the network that I thought was interesting, and that is that Amazon uh, is looking uh, to JCPenney and to Sears about converting some of like their mall anchors or some of their storefronts into fulfillment centers. Because Amazon, especially given what's happened with, um, with the coronavirus, that there's been a large uptick in their business because people aren't going out shopping. Some stores weren't open for a long time. Their business was just booming. At the same time, um, the stores that Amazon helped put out of business, like JCPenney and Sears, um, both have filed for bankruptcy, um, and the majority of their stores no longer exist. Um, so it's a little like kind of um, really kicking someone when they're down, but it does benefit um, malls and stuff that, that are suffering to actually give um, give a tenant that has some, some pocketbooks, even if it's not retail space, it's still business space, paying bills, helping them. Usually they're getting to uh, get more smaller stores inside the mall, um, which is really why I feel like what drives people in the anchor stores aren't really as much of a, a popular thing as they used to be. But sometimes you see the nice stores in the mall, and I kind of there's a mall nearby that I hope uh, stays in business, um, given they have a lot of anchors, and the fact that the mall has a movie theater, which definitely hurting now given everything that's happened um and amc still seems a pretty far from uh from opening despite what others say and i even if it did open like this weekend i don't think i'd rush out to go there's not a movie that's playing that i want to see and i don't want to risk um being in a confined space with people that might haven't been or might not have be respecting the rules might not wear a mask and if you want to eat concessions your masks are going to be on anyway so just trying to find a way to uh, to be safe as much as I do miss uh, movie theater popcorn ability to like, sit and immerse in a theater experience. Maybe I'll direct a drive-in in my backyard or go to the drive-in uh, nearby again just to kind of get that feel. But just got to do what you can uh, to kind of get through all of this. But I, I thought it was kind of interesting that Amazon was looking at buying up some large retail brick-and-mortar stores, even though they're the ones that kind of drove them down to begin with. So we'll see what comes of that. I'll... It's nice. It's better than them building behemoth warehouses and places. They can just utilize existing shops um, that already usually have pre-designed good parking, uh, good road access. They're not. There's a fulfillment center that's near my kind of my commute to work. That, but right basically the time that I drive in gets pretty bogged up with uh, those little um, utility vans. So. But nice to see that happen. And then uh, kind of moving on, staying kind of local, is I know a lot of you have seen um, like the videos online of people um, reacting uh, negatively to being told they have to wear a mask in a public place. They've been kind of belligerent. They've been upset. They've kind of overreacted to a simple request of wearing a mask while you're in the store or don't shop in the store. This actually kind of hit close to home with um a target um which is very close to my home i could probably walk to it on a decent day um 
uh, there was a woman in there who uh, was arrested after she refused to wear a mask uh, inside the Target. She caused a disturbance and battered a customer uh, who was trying to intervene. So, um, so yeah, she was charged with battery, disorderly conduct, resisting or obstructing a police officer. So this is on like a weekday, uh, in like early evening, like a little after six. When was the? Yeah, it was like a couple Thursdays ago. Um, so I guess they, despite the fact that I've I've been to this store many times, and there are signs on both entrances that say, um, the city and state ordinance, uh, masks required when entering the store. Please observe this. So. Um, they arrived because they learned they entered the store without wearing a face mask and became irate when confronted by store employees. Uh, police said the employee told the woman about the store's policy and she began yelling and refusing to leave the store. Another customer attempted to intervene and was battered by this woman. Um, officers arrived and attempted to investigate, but the woman refused to provide officers with any identifying information. Uh, so she was taken into custody and released with a notice to appear in court uh, basically in a couple weeks. So you see that happen. You see people talk about this, but... It's kind of surprising to see it happen so uh, so close to home. And I guess that might be where I leave us today. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a short episode because I'm going to be getting prepped and ready to discuss the upcoming conventions. So you won't have to wait two weeks for the next episode. There will be an episode next week, the following week, and pro- basically the rest of... August, or I guess the next two weeks of August and the first of September, there'll be episodes discussing the conventions and the presidential. Just it'll be a very presidential election-filled three episodes coming up. So, and then we'll have the seventy-fifth, which I'm gonna try and get some guests on. Maybe, uh, maybe get the uh, some of the JIC guys or some other guys from the network on just to have a little fun discussion, kind of see where everyone's feeling um, with where we're at as a country, where we're at with terms of dealing with COVID, where we're at in terms of this election, kind of get some thoughts, feedback, and maybe have some fun and maybe not try and make it so depressing, which is how a lot of us are feeling now. But we'll do it. We'll get through it. We are... We're ready. And I think we can uh, we can handle kind of what's being thrown at us. But I think that will do it for this week's episode of Poor360. This has been episode 71. I am Andrew Poor, and you guys have a great week.